Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back to another episode of The Simpsons Did It. I'm your host, Stephen Skolansky. And I'm your co-host, Robert Skolansky. Well... It's Turkey Day, but but it's not Turkey or Day. very or very close to Turkey Day. I think very by the close. time that this episode comes out, it'll be very, very, very close to Turkey Day. We kind of yes. hit Halloween and uh, Thanksgiving pretty close, pretty close, pretty close. I don't know. I don't know the actual dates, unfortunately, when uh, this episode is going to drop, but it's going to be very close to Thanksgiving. So as as, as you know, we have alluded to, this is uh, season two, episode seven, Bart versus thanksgiving yeah he gets into a fight with thanksgiving yes it's the it's the showdown of the century or of the 90s or of the or of the 90s (laughs) so uh recap on thanksgiving bart runs away after accidentally wrecking lisa's centerpiece which was a gorgeous centerpiece that she worked yeah by the way the air date of this episode was november 22nd 1990 and as we've stated previously in other episodes, season starting in season two, Fox moved The Simpsons to Thursdays. This aired on Thanksgiving, which it was either completely random or I, I think they guess they, they could have planned it because it was actually Thanksgiving. But normally new shows don't air on holidays. Correct. Well, yeah, that's correct. Unless you count Super Bowl Sunday as a holiday, which a lot of people in this country do. So, I mean, but yes, most, most shows shows, do not have holiday episodes on that holiday, except for Halloween. A lot of the times the Simpsons will hit Halloween depending on the year, but normally it's like the 28th or 29th. They'll be off by a day this year. Yeah. So... All right, so the chalkboard gag this week, I will not do that thing with my tongue. I, I don't know wow. what he's talking about. I, d- uh, I don't know. Maybe doing the uh, the raspberry or, I don't know, what else do you do with your tongue that's very inappropriate? Stick it out at people? Eh, I mean, that's a kid thing. I feel like mm. most kids do that. For those of you who can't see us, because, well, this is a podcast, I just stuck my tongue out. Yeah. So maybe, just maybe, I don't know if this was, you know, you know the thing where you put your fingers on the side of your mouth and do the tongue between your fingers, and you know what that means? Yes. Maybe that's what Bart was doing. I mean, he's a, I mean, if you, once we get through this episode, you'll see how bad Bart really is. But he's eight. But he's eight. Maybe he knows, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. So what do you think? I I don't think he knows. You don't think he knows that one? No. I mean, he might do it without realizing what it means, but but he did that thing with his tongue, and now he's in the <laughs> in the classroom, want uh, writing it on the chalkboard. Uh, maybe he just stuck it out. I don't know. Uh, the couch gag this week: the Simpsons run in to find Grandpa Simpson sleeping on the couch, and they wake him up, and he uh, screams in terror. 
and he's like completely disoriented like he didn't realize that he was sleeping on (laughs) the simpsons couch i mean isn't he supposed to be at the old folks home he should be but remember he sometimes he wanders he does wander he's a wanderer so we open on marge preparing thanksgiving dinner while in the living room homer watches tv while bart has a couch cushion over lisa's face taking his glue (laughs) yeah the other well so here's the thing when we come into the living room it's going on and there's a good like minute in the show that goes by before homer is like all right this is enough stop it and it's like i feel like that took a long time like i feel like Bart holding the couch cushion over Lisa was going on for much longer than what we saw. And it's so funny that Lisa basically said, Bart, the only reason you want my glue is because I want it. And he's like, no. It's like, okay, fine. Here, have the glue. I don't want your stupid glue. Yeah. Well, but it's it's the family glue. It is. But Bart really didn't want it. He just didn't want Lisa to have yeah. it. So be prior to going into the living room, Maggie uh, slips out of her high chair again. They they need to invest in a better high chair or Maggie is just super smart. I mean, she is. And this is another episode where we find Maggie literally wandering around the entire Simpson house, the entire episode. She's like the she's like the baby in the the shorts from Animaniacs with the squirrels. Yeah, she's the or baby from. Or Stewie. I mean, Stewie's allowed to pretty much just wander around. and That's true. Uh, So Homer Homer is watching the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. And we see the TV and we get our first physical appearance of Bill and Marty of KBBL. And I like the fact that they have no idea how to announce a parade. I mean, (laughs) do you really need to announce a parade? Oh, here's this people. Well, they... Here are these people. Oh, look at that balloon. Now, my, now the question is, was this in Springfield or were they in New York for the Macy's Day Parade? It had to have been New York. Okay, so we're going <laughs> to get to the... So I know where you're local, going. I know where you're so, going. So two local radio station guys uh, from Springfield get to travel to New York to, you know, announce for the parade. Yeah. So is Springfield in New York or somewhere around that vicinity that they're like, oh, you know what? We should have you come. But then we, you know, Homer's watching football and he's rooting for the Dallas Cowboys. So is Springfield in Texas? Not that you have to be from the state where you root for your team, but. Well, don't forget, Dallas plays on national television. So you think, but you said Dallas is his favorite football team. Well, he says Dallas is his favorite football team. So, does, so is the Seattle from, Mariners are my favorite baseball team. I'm not from Seattle. No, but that's just weird. But <laughs> no, the, it's not. <laughs> the, but the 90, but I would say a good chunk of anyone from that state, that's their favorite team. A good chunk, a good chunk of people that are from that state and but have it also, as a favorite team. The nickname of the Dallas Cowboys is America's team. So maybe so that's think. what they were alluding to is Homer being a Dallas Cowboys fan. Maybe. So while Bart and Homer are watching the Thanksgiving Day Parade, Bullwinkle and Underdog Balloons, you know, float by on the TV and Bart is like, who are, who's who are these? And Homer's so enthralled. He's like, you don't know who Rocky and Bullwinkle or Bullwinkle is? An underdog? And then, you know, Bart says it, it wouldn't hurt him to use some cartoons made in the last 50 years. But if you do the math on it, 
these cartoons were within within the last 50 years. Rocky yeah, and Bullwinkle so, was, was 59, and yep. Underdog was 64. So those are within the last 50 that, years. 41 and 36. So, yep. I mean, yeah, Bart, Bart probably should know who the... Like, I watched Rocky and Bullwinkle in Underdog as a kid. I love those cartoons as a kid and as an adult. So, and we know Bart likes comic books, so... Yeah, it's really like, kind of weird. But even but the the years thing is kind of funny because yeah. he's like, 50 years, well, these ones were within the last 50 years. But then Homer's like, son, this is a tradition. If you start building a balloon for every Flash and Pan cartoon character, you turn the uh, parade into a farce. As Homer's saying this, we see Bart Balloon go flying by on the TV. Bye. That is fantastic. And not coincidentally, Bart was turned into a balloon in 1990. Yeah, they they threw him out right away, man. They're yeah. like, dude, Simpsons household name. And it goes back to what we were talking about with the Bart t-shirts. Oh, yeah. Um, and him being banned in schools and stuff like that, where even though Bart had a bad influence on kids and, you know, teachers and parents didn't want yeah. them wearing the shirts, Bart was still such a household name mm-hmm. that they turned him into the balloon. So we see Maggie go for the glue because the glue lands in front of her bottle. Lisa picks it up, goes upstairs, and Maggie decides to follow her. And you look at the stairs, there's a skateboard, there's electrical outlets that are like zappy zappy with extension cords going all the way. The Simpsons have a very dangerous house. And we've yes. seen Homer slip on the skateboard and fall down the stairs in an earlier episode. Yep, and I do like how each time we see Bart, whether or even like a part of the house near Bart's room or Bart's room, it's always yeah. a horrible mess. And yes. one thing I did notice is electrical outlets in the Simpsons house have no hole for a ground plug. Interesting. It's just the two line. Now, I didn't do some research. I didn't do any research on this, but even my <laughs> house that I uh, just moved out of and into my new one the basement the every outlet in the basement did not have a ground plug See, in the house and the house was made in 47 and well, that, that would was, explain it although exactly. you think you think in 70 years or 65 years when you moved in in that time frame they would have put new outlets in like my kitchen actually had the two-pronged outlets and i just replaced them to the three-pronged outlets yeah, but my, but all of my basement outlets, the ones that I could see anyways, all have the three prongs. My house is built in seventy two. I, I mean, they kind, kind of, of updated it. I kind of want to know now. I kind of want to know what appliances and stuff the Simpsons have in their house because there are things in this world like refrigerators and washers and dryers oh, yeah. and stuff like that that do require three a ground plug. So. And I kind of wonder, so when we get to these future episodes of The Simpsons where they have actual computers and oh, laptops, yeah. stuff like that, it'd be kind of interesting to kind of look around their house and see if The Simpsons at some point upgraded their their plugs. Yeah, so, uh, you know, Maggie goes into her uh, Lisa's room and we see Lisa working on her centerpiece. And we'll talk about what was in there when we get to the dinner. Lisa's like, oh, Maggie, you want to put your stamp on it? Because it's uh, the theme was females in history that had an impact yep and lisa just like or maggie scribbles something with a crayon and lisa gives maggie a hug so it shows that you know lisa cares for her baby sister 
I think there's a few episodes, or maybe not, I could be wrong, where the kids kind of show contempt for Maggie, but I could be wrong. So Bart gets bored, you know, with being in the in the, in the living room with Homer. So yep. he goes into the kitchen to help uh, Marge uh, make dinner. What can and... I do? You can do the cranberry sauce. Where is it? It's on the second door from yeah. the left. No, the second door from the left. Second Your door. Other left. <laughs> Mom, the can opener is broken. What? The can opener doesn't work. So basically, Mom, Mar- yeah. Marge tells Bart everything to do and still ends up doing it herself. Yep. I like Bart's song, though. Mom, it's broken. Mom, it's broken. Mom, it's broken. Mom, it's broken. <laughs> now, I don't recall any Thanksgiving outside of when we became adults, because a lot of the times when we were kids, we'd either go to Madison or we'd stay home and go out to eat. I don't ever really recall what even when we went to Madison for Thanksgiving's. We, I don't recall ever helping. No, you know, I mean, prepared. But Bart was bored. But Bart was bored. He wanted to show that he was a little bit helpful. He wanted to show he was thankful for his family <laughs> so, and help with dinner. So I, I not now. I mean, I help with Thanksgiving dinner where I can, but not often. This is uh, the part where. Marge kind of shouts at Homer, hey, you got to go pick up Grandpa from the from the home. And yeah. we learn in that scene that the Dallas Cowboys are Homer's favorite uh, football team. Boo. I know. And so uh, a couple things you notice on the TV is there's a couple of Dallas uh, Cowboy players, uh, Jay Kogan and Wallace Wolodarski, and they are uh, two Simpsons producers. Hey, look at that. They like doing that. They like throwing Simpsons like writers and producers and creators into episodes. Yep, exactly. And so Homer is like, I was going to go at halftime and then the doorbell rings. Exactly. And Patty and Selma are coming over for Thanksgiving and they bring Swedish meatballs and trout almond ding. I mean, those two items say they say Thanksgiving so well. Well, that second one sounds disgusting. I'll take Swedish meatballs. Yeah, I mean, it's an appetizer. I could I could see Swedish meatballs being at least an appetizer at a Thanksgiving yeah. dinner. So Homer's just like, you know what? I am going to leave. And I like the fact that he, you know, Marge is like, oh, you have to be nice to my sisters. He's like, fine. And he's nice to them. And as Patty and Selma pointed out, he probably wasn't sincere, which... And he, he probably them wasn't. too, and their faces are yeah. so like, <laughs> why is he kissing us? And like, but like they put down Marge for, you know, dry turkey. And then Homer, you know, tries to do something nice for Marge and they're mean to him. And they're like, well, how can she put up with him? And it's like, you were just mean to him. Like you were just mean to Marge like two seconds ago. I get their sisters. You and I like to you know, joke at each other a little bit, but come on. Yeah, it seems kind of weird, especially when they knew she was making a Thanksgiving dinner. And yeah. And then you don't even, okay, it would have been ruder to bring a turkey That's than it true. would be to say your turkey. You know, you know what I mean? It would have yeah. been, you know, instead of bringing two dishes that really don't mean much, but if you bring another turkey to it saying, oh, your turkey's dry, that's why we brought another, that would have been low. But this was also rude because they're like, oh, well, now people have options. Yes. As, as these are dinner. Like, that's that's rude. And we know Selma, yep. Selma and Patty aren't the nicest characters in Springfield. No, they are not. So, so Homer, yep. Homer drives to go pick up Grandpa and he's listening to the halftime show. And the song that plays is called 
Get Dancing by Disco Tex and the Sexolettes. Which is kind of weird because according to the announcers, it's like, hooray for everything performs a salute to the Western Hemisphere. The <laughs> dancingest hemisphere of all. And then their prop is a giant half of a globe. <laughs> well, it's the, the Western um, Hemisphere. Yes, it's just a half. It's not the full full globe. It's just the Western Hemisphere. That's a I weird... Do, you, uh, know, I, you know, I do have to say that that song had a good beat to it. I kind of want to see if it's... I think it's a real song. So I well, kind of want to download it. Well, if it was produced, it's a real song. Yeah. <laughs> but I think it's kind of funny that I don't think things, maybe now, maybe now they do. I don't know if they do, but I don't think uh, Thanksgiving Day games had halftime shows. No, I, I watch a lot of football and I, I watch a little bit on Thanksgiving. I don't tend to watch the halftime shows. But do but they I, have them? I don't. I feel like on Thanksgiving, and obviously the Super Bowl, they do halftime shows. Any okay. other time of the year, I feel like they don't. So I feel like Thanksgiving, at least one of the games has a halftime show or a halftime performance. I could be wrong. Again, okay, we'll take I don't a normally look. We'll take a look at this thing. This Thanksgiving, we'll take a look. I'm going to okay. watch all the games, at least around halftime. <laughs> well, I shouldn't see. be working on Thanksgiving this year, so I'll probably watch as much football as I can. Unless, of course, there is no football because of uh coronavirus but yeah we'll so. see if it makes it that long all right so homer goes to pick up grandpa the retirement home and homer's like come on grandpa this place is depressing and grandpa's like hey here. i live here oh well i'm sure it's a blast once you get used to it <laughs> I, I mean i guess i've never really been to an old folks home except for my job and yeah they do seem depressing. slightly depressing but i'm only in there for like an hour so you know yeah. Yeah. Um, and so Marge's mom comes to visit and she gets dropped off by cab. So obviously Marge really loves her mother, you know, cause Homer gets to go pick up grandpa, but well, but it sounds like, and we'll get to this in a second, but it sounds like she wasn't expecting her to come. No, I feel, I kind of so, think it does. So before we get to that scene, I did have to point out that the sign at the old folks home was fantastic. Thank you for not discussing the outside world. Well, yes, you can't uh, tell the old people what's going on because but they just... have it. But here's the thing. In, in, have a TV, in the previous yeah. episode, in the political episode, we see Jasper and Abe watching TV. So they have to have some sort of connection to the outside world. Yeah, not just uh, Nick at Night or... I feel One like they have to have cable or basic or something. Yeah. I still think it's a funny sign. Like, yes. oh yeah, they're here. Don't like tell them what's going on out there. They might get riled up or Did whatever. you know people have phones attached to their hips? What? <laughs> so the reason I feel like Marge didn't know, first of all, Marge's mother comes and uses the back door. Why not just Yo. go through the front? Like she I, taps on the window and she goes, Oh mom, you're here. Like, I feel like Marge didn't know she was going to come. That's my perspective. Maybe I just, yeah, I think it's kind of funny that she wandered through the back door. Uh, also, I do like the fact that when the cabbie drops her off, he goes to open the door for her on the sidewalk and she gets out on the driver's side. Yes. Passenger door. Yep. She's, oh, an old, she's, yeah. she's old man. She does what she wants. But exactly. Why do you think she winds up at the back door? Exactly. So Marge's mom, her name is Jackie Bouvier. 
She makes her first appearance and she has laryngitis. Yep. So she can't talk much. No. Or at all. But apparently she has enough strength in her voice to tell Marge she's a disappointment. So even if Marge was expecting her, did she really want her there? Well, you know, it's really funny that we kind of talk about that. I guess I don't know what episode it is, but I if, if Marge is so like upset at her mom, why would she try to set him up with grandpa in that? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Seems kind of weird. But now we actually get to Maggie again, and yep. she's now watching football alone in the living room. Once again, I would not leave my one-year-old <laughs> unattended crawling all over their dangerous house. I mean, would you really uh, leave your two-year-old unattended to crawl around your house? As long as my gate is up. Yeah, he's actually pretty independent now. He He does things on his own. Okay. As long as he's in his room or at least in the living room while, you know, I'm around. I mean, yeah. he's not he's not unattended, but when he's in his room, he's unattended. Like, he can go into his room on his own and, and play and stuff. So, yeah. as long as he's in a safe place, which obviously the Simpsons house is not a safe place. Um, no. So, this I did think this was another funny quote. So, while Maggie's watching it, it's uh, towards the end of the game and... You know, the something big happens and the announcer says the stadium is too big for flash photography to work and no one seems to care. This That's... is just hilarious to me because even to this day, when you're watching TV at a game or even at a game, you see flashes everywhere. Flashes don't do anything. Well, they do if you know anything about how cameras work. But they don't work on a, on a large scale. You have to be within a certain feet. That's true. Of, for the because a flash brightens an area, the Correct. stadium is already bright because of all the lights in it. The flash is going to do literally nothing. I mean, clearly it it I I you're right. It doesn't do anything, but it, it doesn't, doesn't ruin enhance the your, picture. No, but it doesn't enhance your photograph at all. Now, we get to the dinner table, and Lisa comes in with her centerpiece, and it's a tribute to the trailblazing women who made our country great. See, there's Georgia O'Keefe. Susan B. Anthony, and this is Marjorie Stoneman Douglas. Oh, this is actually the quote uh, from her telling Maggie what it is. I put this in the wrong spot. But anyways, uh, and she goes on to say, I'm sure you haven't heard of her, but she worked her whole life to preserve the Florida Everglades, which that's awesome. Yeah. That's great. Like the centerpiece is gorgeous. However, it is very big. It barely fits on the table. And before we move on to go back to the football game, the game was actually played at the Pontiac Silverdome, which is weird because it was the Cowboys game, but that's that was the home of the Detroit Lions. So is it Lions versus Cowboys? They normally don't play each other well, yeah, on Thanksgiving Day. No, but I wonder, because I remember looking this up not too long ago, because I always wondered when three games happened on Thanksgiving. That started, be, I believe, it, 10 years ago now? Yep, yep. So it used to be Dallas played played someone, the Lions played someone. It was only mm -hmm. the two games on Thanksgiving, and then they introduced the third game. I was, don't know was, before that if it was maybe Detroit and Dallas. No, it was always... I used to know the story of Thanksgiving football. I believe it was Detroit that started it. I can't quite remember so any of our listeners or listeners out there would like to comment on this. Uh, I believe it was Detroit that started it. They got good ratings. And then eventually they brought Dallas in. 
maybe when it was just one game that Detroit played Dallas every once in a while or vice versa. And then it got really popular and more popular. And now we have three games on Thanksgiving. Yep. Um, so you mentioned why is the uh, dining room table in the family room? I feel like they just needed more room for the amount of company I, they had. It. Okay, so they had Patty and Selma, Grandpa, Marge's mom, the kids, Homer, and Marge. That's eight people. I feel like they could have fit eight people in the dining room. I don't know. You look at the Simpsons regular dining room table. Because remember, so our dining room table actually split and, and got bigger. Correct. And so that probably wouldn't fit. If you look at the Simpsons actual dining room and all six of them sitting around the table, they're pretty tight in there. I think they would have fit in the dining room. No, they probably, they they probably had to extend the table and move it into the living room. That's what I think. So So, as, as I mentioned before, sorry, Lisa's centerpiece is too big for the table. I wonder what that's going to lead to trouble. It always leads to trouble. It's uh, Bart saying, here's the turkey, because obviously turkey is more important than a centerpiece. And yes. Bart and Lisa, you know, tangle over the centerpiece and it flies into the fire. And and what is it? Grandpa system that's like, oh, there it goes. Yeah, I do like the fact that when Bart brings out the turkey um, after Lisa presents her centerpiece, Homer goes, Tom Turkey. Now that's my hero. And I'm like, okay, maybe that's just on Thanksgiving. Yeah, because I feel like Duffman's his hero. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So, like you mentioned, why didn't Marge and Homer pull apart before the kids started fighting over the centerpiece? I I think it just happened on the fly. I I mean, yeah, they were arguing, but I think it just happened so fast. And I don't know that that was a good thirty seconds to a minute before that centerpiece flew. I feel maybe. like they could have stepped in and stopped it. I think the centerpiece still would have been destroyed. Maybe not burnt to a crisp, but I think it it would have still been destroyed yeah. regardless. So Bart gets sent to his room without dinner, even though Bart's like, uh, well, I'll have my, you know, pumpkin pie and all my stuff uh, sent up to me. Nope. But uh, of course, you know, you're going to your room without any dinner. And so <laughs> Homer's, they're all sitting at the table and Homer has his prayer. And yeah. Lord, we're especially thankful for nuclear power. The cleanest, safest energy source there is, except for solar, which is just a pipe dream. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, know, we man. like to think... solar energy. It's a thing. Yeah, now it is. Well, maybe back then it was. Uh, but it's it definitely expensive back then. But... Back then, now it's pretty, uh, pretty. But I like how he's like nuclear power, the cleanest, safest energy source there is, except uh, for solar. So solar is just slightly better than nuclear. Yeah. Uh, but then he's like, anyway, we'd like to thank you for the occasional moments of peace and love in our our family's experience. Well, not today. You saw what happened. Oh, <laughs> Lord, be honest. We are the most pathetic family in the universe or what? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the Simpsons are always putting themselves down. It's yeah. I, I love that it's America's family. At least it now it is like 30 seasons later. Now it, these are like, it's America's family, but it seems so crazy yeah. that in season one and two, it's like this entire family, even though they're supposed to be like America's family or original animated family, just put themselves down so harsh early on. Yeah. Um. So now uh, we see Homer drinking a duff while everyone else is drinking wine at the table. Yes. Got to have one person at least has to have a beer on Thanksgiving. And uh, we get upstairs and 
Bart's kind of, you know, really uh, cranky and we learn that he's he's just really upset and he's really messy and he's like, I just tried bringing out the turkey and, you know, I'd just rather run away. Yeah. And I think, didn't Lisa come in to try and figure out why? Or was that not even... No, I... No. So... Marge had gone up to gone upstairs to console Lisa. That's right. Playing the yep. saxophone, and then she yells at Bart, saying, "Oh yeah, you're not gonna, you're not coming out of your room until you get a heart, you give a heartfelt apology to Lisa in front of everybody." And that's when Bart's like, "You know what? I'm out of here." He jumps out the window, and you hear Homer yelling at Santa's little helper for stealing a drumstick, and Homer kicks the dog out as well. And that's when Bart and Bart talk, tells Santa's little helper. You know what? We don't need this, and they run away. Yep. And once again, just like our last episode, Dead Putting Society, we really get a good kind of look and understanding of Santa's Little Helper. Because, I mean, since episode one, we really haven't had much of a look at him. Yeah. And so we see uh, Bart run away, and the first place he stops is uh, Burns Mansion. Mm-hmm. Um, and Burns lives at the intersection of, was that Crusus? Crusus and Mammon. And those are two mythological figures of greed. Well, it's fitting that that Burn lives there. Maybe mm-hmm. those are maybe Burns lives in, lives in his own cul-de-sac and then got to name his own streets. I mean, maybe that'd be kind of. I mean, people get to make up street names all the time when new uh, de- uh, developments are built. So that's true. That's so Burns true. could have built built his own uh, mansion in his own little lot and said, "These are my streets." Well, I mean, he is rich. Exactly. So, and he wastes lots of food. Yes. He he takes a couple bites of what I'm assuming was turkey. And he's like, oh, I can't eat another bite. And Smithers like, well, did you save room for pie? And he's like, of course. And they pan out. And you see this large dining room table with a humongous spread. And it's just like, why do they cook so much for an 81-year-old man? 87? 81. I think that's the age we learned Burns was yeah. a couple episodes like, ago. Really? They need to cook all that food, and then he's just gonna throw it away. Unless the caterers thought that Burns actually had friends and family, maybe, <laughs> or or they were expect maybe maybe Burns actually sent out invitations to his entire nuclear power plant, and everyone was like, "We're not going to Burns' Thanksgiving." I don't know. Bart uh, comes up to the windowsill and sees the the pie. And I love the laser grid uh, <laughs> alarm system that Burns yeah. seems to have on his house. Because I do have a question: Does anybody still cool a pie on a window anymore? I don't know. I think you just put it on a pie rack and put it in your, on your uh, counter and let it cool. I mean, again, it's November. November, at least here in the Upper Midwest, gets super cold. Well, it'll cool your pie off really quick. Yeah. Then. And so uh, we see one of the guards when the alarms goes off is reading uh, Les Misérables. Which it's that's a really weird reference. Yeah, it seems kind of well. Burns Burns has very uh, studious uh, guards. Yeah, I think I think we like it. And so this is the first time Burns releases the hounds in the Simpsons. Release the hounds. And uh, Bart makes it very difficult to get through a bush, which I think he got through pretty easily on the first go. Yeah, I mean, getting through a bush shouldn't be that hard. No, I mean, he was like kind of pushing and then at the very last minute, because you got to be as dramatic as humanly possible. He fell through the bush. And I like how the dogs just you know, <laughs> bark and get through a bush. But apparently the hounds, unless they have those uh, invisible uh, 
collars on the invisible yeah. fence collars. That's true. It could be an invisible fence. I mean, yep. it's Burns. He had a laser grid for a pie. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he has technology. Yeah. Um, so, so Barton, uh, Barton, Santa's little helper, um, head to the wrong side of the tracks. I do like before that, uh, Bart's, uh, stomach grumbles oh, yeah. and Santa's little helper like growls at it. I mean, if I were a dog and I heard that noise, I'd probably growl too. Maybe, but you know, so Bart goes to the so, wrong side of the tracks and there is one thing. So on his excursion, Bart walks through a large drain pipe upon yes. which uh Vandal has painted El Barto to be assuming that it was Bart that painted it. Yeah. El Barto. Absolutely. So um, inside the other side of the tracks, which actually in another upcoming episodes, I feel like we get to the other side of the tracks again. Well, um, there is the itchy and scratchy episode. That's the one. That's the one where they go to the other side of the tracks and scooch, scoot through it really quickly. Yeah. Um, so on the other side of the tracks, we have a massage parlor. Yeah. I think we all know what that means. Yeah. Uh, a liquor store with a sign that says, yes, we have rot gut. <laughs> yeah you get rock good from the wrong side of the tracks liquor stores you sure do um so bart obviously has no money and he's pretty much doing anything he can to help himself out and he sees a blood uh donation which was more of a it was actually a plasma donation center Correct. and in my experience from donating plasma for like 13 years they normally don't do blood drives but it, I guess it is possible that, I mean, well, they can draw blood. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. They, plasma centers can do, draw blood if absolutely necessary, but it's not yeah. a, not a normal, normal thing. No. Um, but Bart goes in there and has Homer's ID. <laughs> I feel like if you're an adult and you look at that, you look at the kid, there's no way that that's him. They look I like know. two very different people. And yeah, they're like, all right, come this way. We're going to stick a needle in you. I I would have, unless, Bart, see, Bart is not smart enough to, like, post a picture over Homer's face. Or maybe he is that smart. I, you just don't know. With you Bart don't. so far, with Bart so far, it, it just doesn't seem like he's smart enough to do that. Or, or it could have been one of those, you know, you put your thumb over the photo when you That's show true. someone your ID. That's could've, true. Could have been that. It could have been that. So Homer has no will of his own. Yeah, we cut back to the house and they're talking about uh, Lisa and Bart and Grandpa's like, oh yeah, we basically just told Homer what to do and he'd do it. And Abe was like, isn't that right, Homer? Yes, Dad. Yep. Yeah, Homer was never stubborn. He always folded instantly over anything. <laughs> and if he had if he had no will of his own, isn't that true? Yep. yep. So yeah, Homer just, yeah, he just folded like a deck of cards. Yeah. Uh, so Bart stumbles out of the uh, blood blood bank, blood drawing place, and he passes out from donating blood. Yeah, well, that's going to happen when you're an eight-year-old boy. Yeah, but at least he got a cookie. That that eventually Santa's little helper ate. Cause Bart yeah, exactly. Out. Yeah. And so a couple uh, homeless guys pick him up and take him to a mission to get food. Yeah. And we get... I don't want don't want to say our first appearance, maybe our second appearance of Kent. Uh, this is definitely Kent Brockman's second or third second appearance. Oh, I believe God. second. I like the fact that he's like making fun of the homeless people and deriding them. And, and one of the, uh, one of the homeless people is like, Hey, what are you doing? He's like, I'm going somewhere with this. 
And, you know, Kent Brockman, he's kind of a dick. He's oh, not he a nice person. He despises the middle class, as we've seen in multiple episodes. He does not yep. like, and, and if he doesn't like the middle class, there's no way he's going to like homeless people. No. But I'm not going to get into the reason why, because there is a reason the Simpsons give, but we're not going to get into that. But he, but he wants to win his Emmy, so he has to yeah. do the the puff pieces at the yeah. at the homeless, homeless shelter. I smell another Emmy coming, local Emmy. Sorry, a local Emmy. Which a let's be Emmy. honest, I've been nominated for a local Emmy. If See, they're I've just nom- giving away these trophies. They're exactly. just giving them away. But I didn't win. <laughs> well, so, by me, I mean our TV station didn't win. So oh, I, exactly, exactly. Well, it was a group nomination, but we oh, all okay. get our own little plaque that says you've been nominated for an Emmy. Oh, so, you got a participation trophy. That's so cute. It wasn't a trophy. It was a nomination. I didn't even get a trophy. <laughs> Not even a sheet of paper or something that says. Well, I got a sheet of paper that says I was nominated for. An oh, Emmy. there you go. Just uh, just frame it and put it on your wall. I did. Oh, good. Perfect. It's already there. Behind all, behind all your pops, right? Like, no, it's behind. actually displayed up in my living room. Okay. Right next to your diploma, right? No, my diploma. I actually don't know where my diploma is. <laughs> I think it's in a box somewhere. Actually, I know where I, I do actually know where my diploma is. It's in a box. It eh, hasn't not, been unpacked. Not like you need it. You already have a job. So yeah. I don't think you really need to prove that you have a diploma anymore. Probably not. I, I have like enough experience old. in my field. Exactly. We cut back to the house and the Simpsons are watching the news broadcast and the TV is now in front of the fireplace. And not even on a TV stand. It's on the ground in front of the fireplace and they just had a fire there. That's yeah, not it, safe. You know what would have been funnier? Granted, yes, for the story they had to have, you know, the news on for the storyline. But yeah. what it would have been even funnier is if they had like the Yule Log Christmas fire oh yeah on the, on the tv in front of the <laughs> fireplace that would have been really funny yeah but for the story they had but for the story they had to have yeah. so lisa yeah. comes down she wrote a poem which was based off another poem that i'm not even going to mention because i don't even know oh like, i got it for you so okay. lisa's poem is strongly reminiscent of alan ginsburg's howl i have uh, no she, idea who that is i'm yep, just gonna flat she, out say to that yeah she also keeps a book of his work on a shelf next to jack kerouac's on the road so lisa you know is very into books as we have learned yes. and she and and obviously we knew she had an edgar allen poem book because she uh read bart that uh raven in the treehouse of horror episode we just did but did she read that out of a school book yeah lisa steals all her books and puts them on her shelf <laughs> clearly Exactly. She 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 has such an in with the library or even the school library that she could just take books home and just keep them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then, yeah, Lisa gives her speech and, you know, Bart's now on TV with Ken Brockman and he's like, yeah, I've been on the run for uh, five years. <laughs> he's clearly a child. Like, I, I don't want to assume that a smaller person is a child. But in the context of The Simpsons, he's clearly a child. Oh, so, but I do like how Bart's like, all right, 12 bucks, free grub to boot, viva Skid Row. Yeah. So The Simpsons see Bart on television. And this is probably hands down my favorite moment of this episode. Homer goes to the phone and he, he goes, hello, operator, give me the number for 911. <laughs> like, yep. I still quote that. 
I still quote that line to this day. I yep. love it. It's 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 Homer to a T. Yep. And so obviously they know that Bart's at the at the place, but Grandpa Simpson and Grandma Simpson, they all or Grandma Bouvier, I guess. Yes. Uh wanna go home. And Grandpa's reason is they will uh pronounce him legally dead if he's not back by nine and collect his insurance. <laughs> Boy, that is an awful, awful retirement home. Well, look at it like this. If you are being checked out, so Homer has to check out his his dad from the home. And so if he's not back by nine, couldn't they just call the home and be like, hey, yeah, we're not bringing him back by nine. He's still alive. There. Done. He can stay. Nope. That's not how you do it. But uh, but Bart actually, you know, kind of. He kind of has that thing in his gut where he's like, I did something. Finally, he kind of realizes I did something wrong. Gives his 12 bucks to the homeless guys who are definitely okay with taking 12 bucks from a kid. (laughs) You guys wouldn't feel weird taking $12 from a kid, would you? Would you? No. No. No, I wouldn't. Yep. And so Bart goes home and kind of daydreams about what's going to happen when he returns. And it kind of seems all nice at first. Yeah. Like all all daydreams. Yeah. And then... Homer blames uh, him for going bald. Abe blames him for being old. And of course, Maggie blames him for not being able to talk. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Because as we all know, in uh, Simpsons Roasting o- Over an Open Fire, Marge in her letter says, oh, Maggie's going to talk any day now. And she stills not talking. Nope. not a- Now, was that? Now, I- I'm guessing that was... Bart Bart's dream saying that Correct. Maggie now, but was it coming from Maggie's thoughts or was it Maggie saying that no? Because she still had the pacifier in exactly. Her mouth. So it's like Bart can read Maggie's mind clearly in his daydream. Yeah. So after he's like, "Oh man, I, I can't go back inside. They're all gonna hate me." He's able to climb a tree onto the roof and he finds all the stuff that he's thrown onto the roof over the years. Yep. I mean, Frisbees, baseballs, footballs, basketballs, pretty much everything. And although the roof of the Simpsons house is graded, balls still get stuck up there. I mean, I can understand like flatter things like a Frisbee or like a beanbag or something. But a ball is definitely rolling off because you and I, we played basketball and, you know, a little, you know, threw the ball around in the in the driveway and we threw tennis balls up on the roof. The only way that tennis ball never came down is if it got stuck in the gutter. Exactly. So it's kind of weird that the uh, artist drew ball-related objects stuck on the roof. Yeah, that's a little weird. That ball is going to not stay up there. It's coming down. Yep. So Bart and Lisa end up on the roof together because Lisa hears, you know, Bart talking to himself up on the no no no. bart hears lisa crying oh crying right it's the other way and so he whispers in the vent hey lisa i'm on the roof and she comes up there and it's this is kind of a weird spot in the episode for me even though it's the end it's still kind of weird because lisa's like why did you do it and bart's like i don't know why i did it i don't know why i do the things i do for a moment there like you watch it and he is exhibiting symptoms of a narcissistic person or even a sociopath because sociopaths have no empathy they just do whatever they want and so when lisa's like look deep down i know it's there and he does it and he's like he gives that heartfelt apology to lisa and lisa accepts it 
because she understands that it's sincere. At first, they're like, oh, yeah, Bart is kind of a psychopath. But no, he actually feels feelings. I was like, yep. did, did they have to go that route? Well, yeah, I mean, it seems so odd because as we'll see in Simpsons flashbacks when they're like little, like little kids. Yeah. You know, Bart helps Lisa with ice cream that falls on the ground or, I mean, there's just, I will go over when we get to those episodes, but there's so many things when Bart is younger where he's willing to help his sister no matter what. And there's other episodes where they seem to be on the same page and yeah, they just have disagreements every now and again. And we but know, they, like, look, we know Bart is kind of a, a problem child. Yeah. But even so, he may or may not be. A, I, I don't think they needed to show the scene where he's like, oh, I don't know why I do the things I do. I just do them. And it's like, you could have just, you know, maybe have Lisa say a few more words. And then he's just like, they show him just standing there thinking and talking it out like he does after Lisa says it and just cut out that chunk. I don't think that yeah. chunk was needed. All right. So we end the episode with the Simpsons eating as a family, as they probably should have at the beginning of the episode, instead of inviting everyone over, yeah. just having a nice little Thanksgiving meal, just all of them eating leftovers. I, I have one other question. So Bart and Lisa are on the roof. Was Homer listening to him or could he see them? Because he's standing on the toilet with his head out the window. I mean, my guess would be listening because you can't see backwards over a roof. From my other, my other question is, how did they know the kids were on the roof? I mean, oh, I guess kid. they probably heard Bart yelling. Yeah, kids are loud. Okay. I mean, they're they're a loud, loud bunch. You could probably hear them, especially if Homer was like upstairs, like in his bedroom or. That's true. You know, going to the bathroom or something crazy. Well, he was in the bathroom, so he was probably going to the bathroom. <laughs> Maybe. And he heard him up on the roof. That Simpsons house is so weird, man. <laughs> yep. It is a crazy house. I mean, I have the Lego and Lego built house and it yeah. seems, it still seems <laughs> rather odd. Yeah. Yes. Yep. So final thoughts on the episode. I, this is not one of my favorite episodes. I just, just how it's put together, just the randomness of it. I'm not going to go as far as a dough, but I am going to go eat my shorts Okay. Uh, I mean, there's not, I, it just seems so depressing and it just seems so wild. I mean, you go from the Super Bowl or the halftime part of it and the Homer watching football, you get, okay. So you get the pieces of Thanksgiving out of this episode, but I think the story is just chopped up and just all over the place. Like it just doesn't seem like a very linear episode to me. It just, so I'm going to try to change your mind. It, it, it is a perfect example, I believe, of an average Thanksgiving for a middle-class family. Like, every family has their minor issues here and there. I'm sure Thanksgiving's past, maybe I did something stupid or you did something stupid or one of our cousins maybe did something and somebody got yelled at. There's a lot now of we were awesome. Yeah, we okay. were awesome. Sure. Ah, uh, but I feel like this episode perfectly encapsulates everything about Thanksgiving. You have you have football, you have the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, you have Bart kind of ruining Thanksgiving, you have family over that you might not want actually over. 
Now, the second half is less about Thanksgiving and more about the aftermath. It still kind of happens. I mean, it still happens on Thanksgiving. The ba- the back half of the story, okay, yeah. The roof scene where Bart's like, I don't know why I did all this. I am a psychopath. And then he's like, oh, maybe I'm not a psychopath. You get the apology. You get the heartfeltness of it. You see the Simpsons being a happy family at the end, which... It's all you really want on Thanksgiving is to be with your family and be happy. I know that's hard for some some families and easier for some, but I I think this episode does a really good job of capturing Thanksgiving as a whole. I'm not going to go five. It's not that good. I'm not going to go. I'm going to go four. I'm going to go mm, sprinkles. There's some really good lines in there. You know, you have the uh, Marge's sisters coming over being brats and being mean to their sister, which, look, there are families out there who have siblings who are mean to one another. You and I, were we're not that mean to one another. I like this episode. It's Fair not enough. one of their best. I, I Again, I wouldn't go three. I wouldn't, I wouldn't uh, don't have a cow because I'd still recommend people watch it. So I'm going to go for. Oh, I think people should watch every episode. Well, I mean, you're not regardless wrong. of regardless <laughs> of my ratings or our ratings through future episodes. I I say every person should watch every episode of The Simpsons because it's an amazing animated series. And it is, but I did just, I change your? I mean, mind? like you meant no, like like you did <laughs> say that it does it doesn't encompass Thanksgiving. It has all the bits of Thanksgiving, which that's what I said before. I'm like. It has all the things from Thanksgiving. It's just how it's put together. I like how just, it's put together outside of that know. last scene. Second yeah, to last just, scene. Just how it was put together just didn't uh, didn't make me want to give it more than a two. So, sorry. I'm not going to say but, you're wrong, but. <laughs> you know what? You're wrong. No, I'm just joking. No. Um, you know what? Maybe we'll just uh, split it down the middle, and we'll both have a three. No, we're we're gonna no. go with our ratings because that's yep. what that's how we plan this show. Yep. All right, so we're gonna hit it off with a character profile here for you guys, and uh, it's the glorious local Emmy winning news anchor Kent Brockman. As I mentioned, that's his occupation. He's a local Emmy winning news anchor. Yep. Not the best news anchor, but still a news anchor nonetheless. Uh, clearly, he's doing something good if he's winning local Emmys. He's doing a lot of pup pieces. You're not wrong. Um, so he hosts a few uh, shows on uh, the TV network. Uh, Springfield Action News, Ion Springfield, Smart Line, and My Two Cents. And that, of all four of those, My Two Cents is probably one of my favorite segments. That oh, yeah, it's those. fantastic. I can't wait uh, to hit those episodes. Uh, yeah, those are going to be good. Uh, so, okay, so his biggest windfall, winning the lottery and announcing it on the air. <laughs> Later turning up with a gold medallion around his neck. I, you know, if I won the lottery and I was a news anchor, you better believe I'm not announcing that on the air. I know. I, I'm not doing it. I'm going to sit there quietly. I'm not even going to look at my numbers. I'm going to go home, check my numbers, realize that I won, and then you never see me again. Yep. Because the problem is, and we'll get into it later in that episode, is lottery winners tend to be targeted by the wrong kind of people. Yep. So so he's uh, married to Stephanie, the weather lady, which yeah. 
we're going to have to keep an eye out for this because I didn't think he was married. Maybe he was. I don't, I can't remember him. I don't ever recall him saying he's married and I don't ever recall seeing the local weather lady. Now remember, this is hearsay because we did see during the episode that was it grandpa or someone, someone told someone that, oh, he's the guy that's married to the weather lady. That's true, yeah. I so believe it, Grandpa Simpson said that. Yep, so I, at this point, I think it's hearsay until we hear otherwise, or see Correct. otherwise. Um, turn-ons, bikinis, scandals, <laughs> the warm feeling he gets when he uses a cliche. Uh, yeah, that sounds like a news anchor. Yep, and his turn-offs, being interrupted, I mean, being, being questioned, and uh, when his Danish is stolen. Oh my god, I forgot about that episode. Yep. Oh, good. So, uh, so yeah. And uh, one last thing, I'll. I, I started this last episode. I think it's kind of cool. I got a. I got a quote okay. to go along with our character profile uh, from Kent Brockman. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, I've been to Vietnam, Afghanistan, and Iraq, and I can say without hyperbole that this is a million times worse than all of them put together. <laughs> Uh, I can't wait to find out where that quote comes from. Yes, we'll get to that quote. But it's a really good quote. So. It is a very good quote. All right. So uh, as I mentioned last episode, kind of cool cool news out of uh, the Simpsons did at camp is we do have our YouTube channel up and running. Yep. Um, one thing that we did kind of question, and we'll put it out to you guys, would you like to still see our Simpsons did it logo on the header of all of our channels? Or would you be more interested to see what we could come up with a screenshot or a screen capture of an episode over our channels? So yeah. for those of you that follow us or are soon to be following us on Instagram and Facebook, just shoot us a message or uh, email at the Simpsons pod at gmail.com and let us know what you think or if you prefer. Um, you can also leave comments, obviously, on the quote unquote videos on uh, the YouTube channel um, and be sure to subscribe. Uh, because we want our own URL. We yes. need at least 100 subscribers to have our own, very own URL and not some random numbers and letters. So if you could please subscribe, that would be awesome. that'd be amazing. Um, yeah. I would like to tell people to go to youtube.com backslash the Simpsons Did It podcast yes. <laughs> as opposed to the other thing. At this um, point, if you are going to look for us on YouTube, search the Simpsons Did It podcast and filter it to channels and you will find us much easier. Exactly. And in the coming days, you'll notice that we uh, post um, the link on uh, our social medias. Yes. Um, also, so you, just click that. you can click that. I'm also posting an Instagram and I believe it's on Facebook now is our link tree URL. So if you Sweet. click the link tree URL, you can actually get the links for every single one of our podcast locations. And who doesn't like everything in one single location? Exactly. Um, so until next time, I'm Steven Skolansky. I'm Robert Skolansky. And this has been The Simpsons Did It.